The eight dimensions of wellness and behavior change. Change your habits, change your life. You're listening to Psychologically Speaking, a podcast for anyone interested in understanding how psychology applies to everyday life. Welcome. I am your host, Dawn Brinkley. And whether you're a student, an educator, or a lifelong learner, I think you'll find this weekly podcast to be educational as well as entertaining. I'm so excited you're hanging out with me today. Hello, 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 everyone. I hope you are all having a great summer. I am about to hit the road with my family, and don't worry, we will be taking precautions as I hope all of you out there are doing so as well. I just wanted to come to you today with all that's going on in the world with a topic about health and wellness, something that has um, become of interest to me as of late, and I'm finding out a lot about it. I am going to um, be coming from an article today, an interesting article about the eight domains of health and wellness, and I wanted to share that with you guys. But first, as a psychologist and psychology enthusiast, it's my job to dispel some of the myths people often have about psychology. As a true psychology nerd, I am defending my favorite subject matter against all false claims. Today's psychology myth or science topic, it takes 21 days to create a new habit. What do you think? I'm sure you've heard that it takes, if you want to make a behavior change, if you want to create a new habit, just work at it for 21 days and it should stick. That is um, a thing that we see all over the internet and we hear people talk about, we read about it. What are your thoughts? Do you think that that is something that is the case or is that a myth that has been going around for quite some time? You'll have to stick around to find out. Now let's dive into this week's episode. When you hear the term wellness, what comes to mind? People often immediately think of things related to physical health, such as nutrition, exercise and weight management, or even the absence of illness. But wellness is so much more. Wellness is a holistic integration of physical, mental, and spiritual well-being, a fueling of the body, an engaging of the mind, and nurturing of the spirit that includes eight mutually interdependent domains of wellness, emotional, financial, intellectual, occupational, physical, social, and spiritual. And although attending to each of these domains is essential, they don't necessarily need to be balanced. It's all about personal harmony in the domains and what feels best or what's key for you to be your best self. Making the right choices for our health and well-being can be challenging. Behavior change is hard. We often know what's good for us and what we need to improve, but we don't always act on our knowledge or 
It could be that we're not consistent at it. Self-regulation and habit formation are two key factors in behavior change. I'm going to briefly discuss each of those. Self-regulation is the ability to direct your behavior and control your impulses to achieve specific goals and reach certain ideals. Self-regulation allows us to behave in ways that align with our deepest values. The problem with self-regulation is that it requires mental energy. You might have heard me say this before if you've listened to prior episodes. We are cognitive misers and we don't want to think too hard. We look for mental shortcuts anyways. Anything that we can do to conserve brain power, we are all for it. Habits, on the other hand, require very little energy. Routines require less conscious thought and decision, so the brain can use that reserved energy that we have to focus on self-regulation in making important decisions. So self-regulation is one thing, but if we, it requires a lot of energy, but habits help us to re, um, conserve that energy. Habits are key to wellness. For better or for worse, habits influence our health, well-being, and our quality of life. If you change your habits for the better, you change your life for the better. A habit is defined as a recurrent behavior that tends to happen without much thought or conscious effort and is acquired through repetition. A habit is also described as a formula that the brain becomes accustomed to following. So it's a habit that the brain becomes accustomed to following based on a cue action reward process. It works this way. I see a cue, I perform an action based on that cue, and I get a reward. So say I want to remember to do something each day and I post a sticky note on a mirror that reminds me to do that and then I do that and then I say, if I do this today, I'm going to reward myself with 10 minute screen time. Research suggests that once habits are formed, they are hard to extinguish. Instead, we tend to replace old habits with stronger habits. Are you familiar with the saying, old habits are hard to break? There's a reason. The phrase can be attributed to the fact that changing habits requires rewiring the brain. To change a habit, you need to come up with new routines to link to the old cue and reward. Because we're creatures of habit, coming up with new routines is not easy. We tend to want to revert to our old and familiar practices rather than move forward with something new. So it can be very hard for us to change. Self-awareness and strategies, two things I'm going to talk about next, are two key ingredients in our recipe for behavior change success. Self-awareness helps you to identify your strengths, patterns, and talents when trying to form new routines. With a strong sense of self-awareness, you can establish routines that work best for you. For example, if you know you do your best writing, I'm using this example for any of us writers out there, in the afternoon after you've had a nice, healthy lunch, don't set yourself up for failure by saying, I'm going to set aside two hours of writing time between the hours of 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. 
knowing very well that those hours will not work for you. Take some time to find out what works best for you in all areas. Are you an early or late riser? Are you a procrastinator? Or do you like to get things done sooner rather than later? Knowing these things about yourself is the spice. That's a very important ingredient in your recipe for a successful habit formation and behavior change. When we think about strategies, this information comes directly from the article on behavior change or dimensions of health and behavior change that I was reading recently. Behavior change also becomes more achievable if you choose strategies that enhance your chance for success. So again, just the same as with your routines, you want to choose strategies that are going to go along with setting you up for success. This article suggests strategies that include monitoring, scheduling, investing in systems account of accountability. I've mentioned that before, having that accountability partner or someone or something to keep you accountable, I suggest a person. Abstaining, increasing or decreasing convenience, planning safeguards, detecting rationalizations and false assumptions, using distractions, rewards and treats, pairing activities, and beginning with habits that directly strengthen your self-control. Focusing on your strengths, things that work best for you, will certainly set you up for success in moving toward behavior change. I hope I've given you some useful information on those eight domains of wellness to help you look at wellness from a more holistic standpoint, so a more holistic point of view, and that you can focus on things like self-regulation and developing habits and routines by using your strengths and different strategies to help you set yourself up for success. How might you create those habits though? This brings us to today's psychology myth or science topic. It takes 21 days to create a new habit. I'm sure you've all seen in many books, articles, it takes about 21 days to form a new habit. However, a study that was conducted in 2010 by Philippa Lally suggests that the 21-day habit formation formula is a myth. Philippa Lally is a health psychology researcher at University College in London and suggests that a new habit usually takes a little more than two months. In fact, suggests that it takes 66 days to be exact and as much as 254 days until that habit is fully formed. So again, there's still some contention on whether this is a myth or a science topic, but this particular area of research or this particular body of work by Philippa Lally suggest that it is much longer than we may have originally thought. So if you're ever in the process of trying to make that behavior change, stay focused. Stay focused on your goal. Know that it is a marathon and not a sprint. So don't get 
down too much on yourself. Don't beat yourself up too much. Exercise that self-compassion. Just keep, stay focused and keep your eye on the prize. Also, focus on um, using multiple strategies. Maybe you've tried something and it's not quite working. Just incorporate multiple strategies into your behavior behavior change routine and figure out what works best for you and definitely use that pillar, your strengths as the pillar to uh, your success. This article by Philippa Lally, if you're interested, is called How Are Habits Formed? Modeling Habit Formation in the Real World. And it was published in uh, the Europe Journal of Social Psychology in 2010. Again, like that, that's a little while ago, but it is still a highly referenced article and the it has the science, the support to back up the claims. Consider this. Are you going to accept yourself or accept more from yourself? Are you going to embrace the present or consider the future? Are you going to care about yourself or overlook yourself? These questions I bring to you from the article that was my focus of today's episode. Believe it or not, it's an article on veterinary wellness that was published by Debbie Stowen um, on Dimensions of Wellness, but it was in veterinary wellness. I just thought it was really great because it focused on so much that I wanted to talk about today. And it really was speaking to vet professionals. And so it would apply to any professional out there. Focus on those domains of wellness. Look at wellness as more of a holistic picture instead of the absence of illness. Also keep in mind, this is my advice to you. The past is the past and the future remains to be seen. Don't worry about getting it just right. So don't worry about being perfect. I am definitely a perfectionist, so this is me talking to myself more so than you. Don't worry about being perfect. Just focus on getting started. The hardest part is getting started. So get started, get to it, and get that behavior changed change your habits, change your life. That concludes this episode of Psychologically Speaking. Be sure to visit my blog at drbmindful.com for useful self-help tips and highlights of the podcast episodes. Invite a friend to listen. I welcome your suggestions and feedback at dawnb at drbmindful.com or you can post them using the contact me link on the blog. As always, thanks for hanging out with me today.